I actually wrote down for my nightly journaling, I have a title I give each day. <laughs> and on Wednesday, the 6th, I wrote down, I picked the wrong week to do stoicism. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to another episode of the Productivity Lab, where we put the tips, tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Mark. And I'm Kyle. And in this episode, it's all about Stoic Week or Stoic Weeks, since we did it all across a two-week period. Mm -hmm. But before we get into what that means, Kyle, what have you been up to? Oh, man. All right. So the last time we spoke was at the beginning of January. Now it's in the middle of January. <laughs> and that means I'm halfway through... My two challenges I had for this month, the no unessential spending and the no drinking challenge, which have been very enlightening, I think, uh, in a sense to kind of realize like, like how much money you actually need to spend to survive and mm. uh, how much like of a accessory alcohol is. Like it's not really important for that much. Yeah. So it's just been good. I, I, I didn't like sober weeks before and sober months before. But it's just nice to do them occasionally. And every time I do them, I'm just like, this is the best. I need to keep this up. But at the same time, I also <laughs> do enjoy beer. So it's like always conflicting. I was like, so it's always a confliction in my head. Uh, so it's nice to, I think, do this every few times a year. The no spending, though, has been uh, very eye-opening. There's so many things that we buy that's just like not important. Like, yeah, it's COVID time, so it's good to like, support local businesses. So we always felt good like going out to eat. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes you can get really caught into the cycle of just eating out every Friday and Saturday nights and Sunday nights to a point it becomes too expensive. Not really too expensive, just like it just becomes a sink that you don't really need to put your money towards. Yeah. So it's been fun to play around with that. Uh, we've actually decided that on weekends that we'll be doing things, I think, with our air fryer. Uh, HEB actually has a tonight, kind of like a Papa Murphy style thing. Where you mm -hmm. take it and you bake it at home. That way you save some time on putting the pizza together, but it's not as expensive as like ordering to-go pizza. So we're trying out different things. I'm really excited about it. I've been eating a lot more Beyond Meat burgers for my weekly hamburger. So I think that overall that's a win. Although I do love P. Terry's. It's the best burger place, best fast food <laughs> burger place in all of Austin. Uh, but it's been a nice break. Uh, other than that, nice. I've been working on my what I'm calling the Jenny story challenge or write, I need to write 30,000 words in a month. I'm a little bit below my target right now, but it's been a good uh, practice. I think that just, it's just fun to write and having some kind of goal to write towards is always a great way to motivate yourself. Whenever we're done with, or whenever we follow up with our next episode, I should be done with that, I think, or really close to done. How about you, Mark? Uh, it's been a pretty chill and yet busy time. Um, so I've been spending, I, yeah, wow, it's mid-January. But the first two weeks, yeah, I've been uh, doing a lot of writing. So nonfiction and, and revision um, on some stuff and doing some planning for the year. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, yeah. I, I actually already... just did my yearly review too. So Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did my yearly review and I kind of have an outline for what the year looked like and just working away on the first thing that I'm going to publish. So I'm looking at, I probably should hire for this, <laughs> uh, but I'm also thinking for a budgetary, it doesn't really need to be anything mm -hmm. so I can design it myself or 
whatnot. Typically, if you're publishing something, you should hire professional people mm. to do professional things. But then I'm like, well, I want to keep it low budget because the most expensive thing that I've done has been purchasing ISBNs. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It is not absolutely required that you have an ISBN. Which is the international, what is it again? Uh, I forgot. They're the unique numbers associated with, with each book that is yeah. indistinguishable or that's non tied to a publisher. Like it's in the, like a national registry or international well, registry. Yeah, it's tied to a publisher. So, oh, the, it is, okay. yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like the numbers on the barcode or whatever. It's a set of unique identifiers that identifies your country, the publisher, the book title, and I think that's it. The last few digits doesn't necessarily mean anything. So you don't you're not required to have that. Many people publish on Amazon, etc., and they use the ISBN numbers that they provide. Mm. The thing is is that I'm a control freak, so <laughs> when I want to have a book or whatever looked up by a single number. I find that across all devices. And when I look to see who the publisher is, I want my imprint name to be there and not Amazon or anyone else's. Mm. So that's me. Um, (laughs) So that's been the most expensive thing. So just preparing and getting stuff in in line for that first uh, Mm. self-publishing for this quarter. Um, and then doing a lot of uh, revisions for the short story for potential second quarter publishing and um, drafting up or I think I have the next idea for something to publish potentially in Q3. Mm. It's probably it's one of the short stories I've already written. Mm. So I'll just be rewriting that entirely and uh, doing some revision work and getting some eyes on it. So it's been a very uh, good time. Lots of writing, nonfiction and fiction. Been keeping busy, been keeping busy. As one should, especially <laughs> yeah. during the past two weeks. Yeah, we'll get to that brings, soon. <laughs> yeah, let's get which that now, brings us to <laughs> Stoic Week. All right. Let's... And boy, I'm so glad this here. So what is Stoic Week called? Okay, so Stoic Week is the practice of Stoicism, which Stoicism, I'm going to put the Wikipedia, uh, just have a definition of it. It's a philosophy of personal ethics informed by the system of logic and its view on the natural world. Basically, the premise behind stoicism is you only focus on things that you can control, uh, preferably within your own virtues, so whatever things you value most. And you kind of, you don't really disregard the things you can't control, but you just let, you don't let get to you. It's uh, mostly associated with Marcus Aurelius, who I believe was an emperor of Rome. Let me pull up his Wikipedia mm-hmm. article quickly. As we do yeah. this Wikipedia cast all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, he was a Roman emperor from 161 to 180 AD. He was governing the Roman Empire during a really crappy time. <laughs> like, things were falling <laughs> apart. There was, like, war and famine. Uh, I'm tra- I'm just recalling things. Pandemic. <laughs> uh, was there really? Disease yeah. spreading? Okay. <laughs> yeah. He was the man in charge, but he knew that he couldn't do everything. So he kind of started up this thing called meditation, such as his kind of his nightly journaling that he would like write down like a review for each day and like his philosophical views towards it. The, uh, the book itself later, I guess pretty much 2000 years later has uh, garnered like quite a following because people see it as like, this is like the ultimate sense of like somebody who, 
who is in complete control of themselves during really harsh times. And so Marcus Aurelius was not the OG uh, Stoic, but he definitely was the guy who made it popular, at least among the uh, modern audiences. The other famous one uh, in Stoicism is, I can never pronounce his name properly. Seneca. Seneca. Yeah, Seneca. He was a, a Roman philosopher from 4 BC, is when it says, it says he's born. His writings are published as the famous book, Letters from a Stoic. Just like Marcus Aurelius' Meditations, it's kind of like a daily review he's done. I think he kind of like writes them to a unnamed person, which I think he just means that he's writing to himself. It's been a while since I've read Letters, to, Letters from a Stoic. Mm-hmm. And it's all about just like how he dealt with his crap while also trying to stay sane at the same time. I don't really know how the Roman Empire was during the uh, during the turn of the millennia, but uh, I know during Marcus Aurelius' time is a really crappy time. Uh, modern day yeah. time, the Stoicism has been popular has been uh, made popular through people like Ryan Holiday, who's also an Austinite. So shout out to that. Uh, Ryan Holiday, uh, what's his book? The Obstacle is the Way. It is one of his famous books. I still need to read that one, but that's one of his most famous Stoic books. I think he's written a few other books on uh, Stoicism as well. Yeah. But Stoicism in itself is just the belief that sticking with your virtues during rough times is the most important thing you can do. And things that are out of your control, like national news, is uh, saying you should just stay informed on, but don't let it get to you. Is there anything I might be missing there, Mark? Since I know you have a book on Stoic quotes that you read, so you might be more informed in this than I am. Oh, yeah. Um, I have the Daily Stoic Meditations and the, yeah, the Daily Stoic books um, from, actually, from Ryan Holiday. Yeah. I have not read Letters from a Stoic. Uh, I have not read that. I do have it. With the virtues, there there is a set of virtues in Stoicism. Mm. The core virtues of Stoicism, uh, Stoics were wisdom, mm-hmm. especially moral, practical, justice, encompassing both kindness and fairness, courage or fortitude, master over our fears, which that is is the seems to be a, a prime tenet, uh, mastering over fears, and then temperance or mastery of our desires. So those are, are some of the, the core virtues for Stoicism to practice or, or to adhere to and then then uh, from the Stoics and from the daily meditations, there are many quotes and things and ways that they uh, have applied that or things to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm pretty sure we'll dive into what some of those uh, are. Um, There's some that I have during this challenge that I've documented and Mm -hmm. tried to follow during these trying times. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So Stoic Week then is the incorporation of doing this for about a week is the idea. The idea is to kind of be like a primer to Stoicism. I did Stoic Week, I think, maybe in 2015, maybe 2016. I did it a long time ago, it feels like, when I was living in a different city where I, where I was working a crappy job. I was trying to get out of the, the industry entirely. I was trying to move back to Texas. And I... Didn't have that many friends where I lived because it's like a smaller town that had a bunch of older people in it. So there weren't that many young people like me, especially young professionals. And I felt like that like I was I had no control over my life. So stoicism actually helped me get through the time. Actually, I was looking through an old journal of mine recently, and I found a quote I wrote from uh, Marcus Aurelius's Meditations that I think stuck with me. That really hit me, and I, and I love how it's worded. So I, I just want to read it. 
Here's a quick uh, quote from Marcus Aurelius' Meditations that really resonated with me back in 2015. Everything in nature happens in such a way as you are formed by nature to bear it or as you are not formed by nature to bear it. That, I think, really captures the belief of Stoicism, which is that everything happens and either you're prepared or you're not, but that's how it is. If you, if you don't yeah. like it, then, well, too bad. That's, that's, how, that's how the world is. And that, I think, is a really important quote from Meditations. I actually can't find my copy of meditations i used to have nor letters from a stoic so i don't know what other things stuck for me but that stuck with me back then so stoicism i've done before especially a stoic week and there's some principles i've kind of stuck with me since then such as which as being a uh, i'll sometimes like tell myself like before i go check twitter i'm like there's nothing there for you like you're just going there because you have nothing else to do there's nothing there for you yeah so uh, 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 there's some things i still that still resonate with me but over uh, over the past couple of years, I've kind of let it slide a bit. Uh, so Stoic Week, I thought, was a good way to get back into it. And since Stoicism, I think, applies to productivity because it's focusing on uh, yourself and uh, where you fall into the world without actually feeling like that the world completely controls you. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a way of getting, uh, what's the word, agency, uh, which was really helpful for me during my really depressed and anxious time. And so I thought that we get to do that because why not 2020 has been a crappy year we kind of feel like that we're losing control of our lives so uh stoic week gives you seven days worth of exercises i will admit that i only did five days i did it on each weekday i didn't do the weekends i'm pretty bad doing these things on the weekends where it gives you a morning meditation where it gives you something to kind of reflect on for a bit uh which is usually a quote so let me see if i could find one from this week or not for this week from monday i have the document open it's a really big document guys <laughs> we did the 26th edition <laughs> we did the 2016 edition of stoic week which is stoicism and love and on uh, uh for the morning meditation for or morning text for reflection uh they quote uh, meditations this is the quote they provide from maximus i have learned the importance of these things to be master of oneself and not carried this way and that to be cheerful under all circumstances including illness a character with harmonious blend with a harmonious blend of gentleness and dignity, readiness to tackle the task in, in hand without complaint, the confidence everyone had that whatever he said he meant and whatever he did was not done with bad intent, never to be astonished or panic stricken, and never to be hurried or to hang back or at least or be at a loss or downcast or cringing or or on other or on the other hand angry or suspicious. To be ready to help or forgive, and <laughs> to be truthful, to give the impression of someone whose character is naturally upright rather than having undergone correction, the fact that no one could have thought that Maximus looked down on him, or could have presumed to, to suppose that he was better than Maximus, and to have great personal charm. Side notes: I really hated reading books out loud in class growing up, and that still sticks with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you heard me laugh, it's because I was flubbing. I was flubbing it a lot. <laughs> they like give you quotes like that to reflect on in the morning and then what i do is i'd actually meditate for five minutes mindful meditation and then i go and read that before i start working that'd be how i uh, start my day because i take the word meditation pretty literally <laughs> so yeah uh so it's nice to revisit our old uh, habit of morning meditations without the without the uh, cold shower beforehand so that was nice <laughs> uh and then then they give you a midday exercise and this case uh, i'm going to read the summary 
the midday for Monday was practice writing your own philosophical journal like Marcus Aurelius, focus on writing down the virtues you admire and others in what in which you aspire to embody in your own life. Use writing as an opportunity to clarify the qualities you admire and think of it as an opportunity to con- to contemplate them on a more uh, more deeply than normal. And then after that, I give you an evening text reflection, which I will admit I kind of didn't do every day, but we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the evening text for reflection is just another quote. Here's one for Monday from Seneca. Let us go to our sleep with joy and gladness. Let us say I have lived. The course which fortune set for me is finished. And if God is pleased to add another day, we should welcome it with glad hearts. That man is happiest and is secure in his own possession of himself, who can await the morrow without apprehension. When a man, he said, I have lived every morning, he arises, he receives a bonus. So I'll give you that to kind of reflect on. I personally did my own nightly journaling during this time to kind of give myself my own quotes I'd reflect on. I guess professional quote maker. <laughs> so that's a reference to a, uh, to an old Reddit joke. <laughs> For my own thoughts to reflect on. <laughs> uh, so uh, I didn't really do the evening text that much, but it's mostly the morning text and the evening journaling mm-hmm. is always stuck with. And I just kind of go through that, through the motions for... I did five days a week. You could do seven. Saturdays and Sundays are just wildcard days for my habits. If I can do that, I'm going to not. Nobody knows. But, uh, so that was that's the general gist behind Stoic Week. It's just kind of like prime me to those ideas or not. Depend. It's not for everybody, but just kind of give you an idea. Like, this is what I want to do. So we did this for two weeks. Before I go on to talking about our general thoughts about it, is there anything I may have missed, Mark? No, no I think that was pretty yeah you covered it pretty well all right well let's get on to reality (laughs) (laughs) so we picked this up in january let's see january the first week of january so that'd be like january third or something like that fourth fourth things are going pretty well until the sixth (laughs) and then (laughs) and then national news broke about the storming of the capitol in dc that made me really that made it really hard to not focus on the news because that news definitely did personally impact me <laughs> like this is the future of a entire nation we're talking about trying to be upended by a bunch of radical believers and they went a little extreme with their beliefs beyond protesting and it made it really hard to focus and then after the after that was over on the 13th trump was impeached for the second time so <laughs> It was a crazy week that we had to deal with during this time. I actually wrote down for my nightly journaling, I have a title I give each day. And on Wednesday, the 6th, I wrote down, I picked the wrong week to do stoicism. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, I also was thinking as well that we end up doing stoic week on hard mode. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to admit right now that my practice for Stoic Week went from being like kind of like somewhat like involved for the first two days, Monday and Tuesday, to being like, okay, I'm just going to do Stoic Week light, which that is when I decided to get rid of the midday exercise because the midday exercise felt like a chore to me. And I didn't want to focus on a chore during a week that's always stressful. So yeah. he's like, during the midday exercise, they want you to take a time from your, from your daily life and uh, like, take like a long lunch break and work on this. But uh, during that time, I just couldn't do it. <laughs> like So I skipped the midday stuff. I know when I first did Stoic Week, mm-hmm. I tend to do, I, I used to drive to a park near my office 
and like just sit on a bench and like eat uh, my lunch and I just like I had a notebook with me I'd like write down my virtues for my day work for my midday exercises then but I didn't have that luxury this time so uh, I got rid of the midday exercise pretty quickly and just kind of truncated the evening reflection to being my own personal reflection like I said earlier where I wrote things down that were stoic week uh, related but I didn't reflect on the quotes but every morning though I did meditate for five minutes and I did review the text so it wasn't the perfect time to do stoic week I wish I would have been a better time and I know that in a true stoic manner I should have still done this stuff because it's things I can control but yes this is doing a time where I feel like being Marcus Aurelius with less control <laughs> just like <laughs> or feel like that the entire empire was falling <laughs> or falling so it 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 was a hard time i don't want to steal the show mark uh, <laughs> do, you, do you do you want to speak next yeah so i did read uh over the the stoic week doc and i was like you know let's try to give this a slight change because i have been trying to read through the daily stoic meditations. Mm. And so I kind of combined the two in which I eliminated the midday meditation. I was like, that's not going to happen. Um, uh, same reasons you cited. But then I was like, okay, keep the morning meditation and keep the evening meditation. Mm. I like that. Mm -hmm. My process is that, and it was something that I was already trying to do, but I didn't actually write my thoughts on it. This time um, I you know, journal the thoughts in regard. So I will pull, I would read a passage from the daily stoic meditations that will focus on a particular theme. And it will have a quote from um, like uh, Cicero or, or uh, Seneca or Aurelius, right? Uh, or Epictetus. It will have a quote from them. I would write down what the theme of, of that was. A quote, my thoughts on it. And that was my morning meditation. Mm -hmm. I also took the practice of envisioning how my day would go. Mm -hmm. Not just writing the to-do list, but sitting and actually visualizing how my day is going. Mm -hmm. Me at my laptop working, going through my cases, notes, um, taking lunch, going for a walk or reading. Mm -hmm. My entire day, I will visualize my entire day. And uh, reflect on that for the more meditation. And then in the evening, as the Stoic Week uh, doc shows for the evening meditation, I will reflect back on that theme for the day. Mm -hmm. And I will ask, like, how did I fail to live up to, mm. to that particular thing? What could have I done better? So for January 6th, it was um, the, the, in the daily Stoic meditations, it was things don't go as planned. Mm. If if that wasn't for <laughs> voting, um, and so then I wrote um, in the, for that morning. I wrote um, they had a quote in there to philosophize is to learn how to die. And there's someone else that I follow. He's he's on the left, uh, Doctor or Brother Cornell West. If you're familiar with him, uh, in one of his uh, talks, he's talked about uh, kenosis, which is a Krishna or theology term, meaning to uh, to undergo a form of kenosis or to to die, kill oneself off yeah. to be reborn anew. Okay, and I, I found that interesting. So, and and it's in the point that things don't go as planned. And so, if you're familiar with Seneca, 
he was forced to kill himself, but at each attempt, it failed badly. Wow, they forced from the book. Yeah. They um, forced him to. Was oh wait, this sounds they forced, Okay, I, I do. This just came back to me a bit. Yeah. Yeah, they forced him to like slit his wrist, but he couldn't find the veins or whatever. And then he was supposed to uh, drink a poison that didn't work. And then he ultimately ended up suffocating on steam, I believe. Mm. So please correct me if, if that's incorrect. But things didn't go as planned. <laughs> what was the point? And at the end of the day, I simply wrote, all Stoic teachings have been put to the test given the insurrection at the Capitol, <laughs> is what I had wrote in my yeah. day for the, for the journal. So like you, it was very difficult to even like try not to, to doom scroll, as the youngins put yep. it, on Twitter. That was the most time I've been on Twitter. Um, I, I think actually, during times of crisis like that, I, my instinct is actually to avoid Twitter. <laughs> uh, but there's a, there's a separate I go to uh, that there's two separate I go to during times like this that, that I think are a little bit more level head one more so than the other are moderate politics which is tries to be yes. a little bit more it still leans left like most of Reddit but it tries to be a little bit more level head with everything and our political discussions is just like armchair political science but still like good to go to so I was going there a lot during that time I follow a lot of jur- a lot of journalists and stuff like that so it was the the reports and then the post incident reports and articles and research and, and investigations and interviews and stuff like that because it just kind of like blew my mind and even more horrific things are coming out so it was very difficult in that sense right but I tried more and I've had some success. And not responding to as many things as I normally would have because I just had the teachings and, and thoughts in there, right? There's not, it's outside of my control. There's nothing that I can particularly do about it. It doesn't mean that I should be apathetic to it. But again, like, what does it matter? Like, you're just adding a course to nothing. And so to kind of, you know, on day, what, January 8th, um, the theme was how to react. So that was a nice <laughs> reminder. Nice. <laughs> um, there is impulse and passion. Uh, involuntary, impulsive reactions can't be controlled as there is no conscious thought. React once you've gathered your senses. So I even noted that this was tough, but I'm getting better at mm. choosing how I respond, but I can do much better. So that one I tried to carry through the rest of the week and the the following week regarding this and trying to keep that in mind and choosing how you react. There was something else. Uh, it's Mr. Mr. Um, it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers. Yes, Mr. Rogers. He did a song, right? Uh, when he was in and was it Congress? Mm. He was yeah. trying to speak on behalf to for for the show not to be canceled, yeah, for right? PBS, I think it was like for PBS. Yeah, PBS, yeah. And in there, he there was a song something about to the effect of uh, controlling emotions, like what can you do with that? How can you act? It's yours to to control, it, to teach kids like to take possession of that anger mm. and don't let it the anger possess you. Yeah. You have the option to control how you behave. Mm-hmm. And so I remembered that and I thought about it and I tried to keep that. So I kept that like little sticky note on my desk 
for me to look at when I found myself in a particular moment where I'm like, this story is wild or or even at work, if I got upset at something, I'm like, I would look at that. Okay, things aren't going as planned. That's expected. I can't control this. Take your time. Get get your both your feet on you, mm-hmm. on the ground per se, and then tackle this from a different moment. It was a very wild week, but on the off- offset of that, it was I think <laughs> I wish it wouldn't happen, but it was a very good week to try to put that into mm-hmm. practice. And measure yourself and remember and try to remember those teachings. Um, again, it's not that it's not promoting that you just be a uncaring, unfeeling mm. person. Yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah. Right. It's not promoting that. It's understanding what you can control mm. to look at about your day and try to do the best that you can for that day because tomorrow's not guaranteed. There was, again, another story that I had read. Prior to this, um, he had passed away, I think, two years ago. But he was like the Otis Living veteran mm. that we had. I uh, can't remember his age. Huh. Yeah, he was like yeah. 108 or uh, something like that. And he lived in San Antonio, Texas. Mm. In the interview, someone asked, like, any advice, you know, live day to day? He's like, no, live day to night mm-hmm. because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Mm. So do the, and that was something else that I, I remembered, um, and that's part of Stoicism as well. Memento mori, mm-hmm. is you know is the saying. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was definitely challenging. Um, documenting in the evening meditations where I failed and where I could try to do better, and having that fresh of mind, and understanding like there's you know things beyond your control, and I can control how I react. And to just kind of do the best and live while I can and, and make sure that I go to bed enjoying each day. So it's been on the flip side of that. That's why it's also been a very fun writing period. Yeah. Because I'm like, and and reading as well. There There's some authors I read which whose works are just freaking poetic, like Toni Morrison. Ah, yeah. oh, her writing is so good. And there's a Norwegian uh, author that I just found. I'm going to butcher his name. Carl Ove Nosgard. He, I found him, came across him and his writing as well. And so it just kind of reminded me with Stoicism Week. These are things that I enjoy, mm. that I love to do. Even though the, like the world is crumbling <laughs> outside, there's not much I can do about that. But there are some things within my control, so I try to make sure that before I go to bed at night and mm-hmm. then upon my reflection that I was super happy about the day mm-hmm. and what I accomplished in the day and what I did in the day in the event I don't wake up tomorrow. I guess in the idea behind stoicism in that sense is like, it's just asking yourself the question, would you rather die happy, angry, or sad? Like, choose happy if you can. I, I found yeah. an entry from my journal entry uh on november 6th no november wow the hell i said november <laughs> on january 6th titled uh, the, the which is the day titled i picked the wrong week to be a stoic i did write down sometimes things are overwhelming and they can interfere with our goals and you know what that's fine not every day is going to be is going to go as planned what matters is i get back up tomorrow so that was my yeah that was my stoic reflection that night and yeah uh and i also wrote down saying like it's hard to put down a stream of news during times of crisis but if it gets too overbearing, uh, too overbearing, 
take a shower or something or do something else to get away, which I, I typically don't shower until I work out. And that's usually I work out after work, but that day I should have taken a shower just to just take my, like just to take my brain off of it for like 10 minutes. Just, yeah. And to kind of reemphasize like how this impacts productivity, right? Even though it's, it's, it's a lifelong philosophy that you can apply for productivity. There's been many people that I've chatted with and discussed with when they were doing things and making progress Mm -hmm. on stuff and they would ship it out, but another person wouldn't have responded to their email or they didn't respond to this or didn't respond to this particular thing. And they were like, well, what am I doing? I'm trying to do everything, mm-hmm. right? And part of that is, you know, do just do the best that you can. If you've, if you've done the best work that you can and whatever task or, or effort that you're trying to accomplish, you can't control the results. You can't control what happens on the other side, right? If you're, and, and this was in the podcast round when I was running Austin Podcasters, it's like if you're, recording and editing the episodes and you're marketing it and you're doing everything you can but the guest that you interviewed isn't Mm -hmm. like they didn't respond or they're not retweeting or whatever don't worry about that like you can mark that take it on there's nothing that you can do in that regard Mm -hmm. or if you've written something and you submitted it and you haven't heard anything back don't focus on that right Mm -hmm. There could be a million things that could have happened in between you hitting send. Mm-hmm. Maybe their laptop crashed and yeah, they haven't yeah. been able to get back to it, or they have a family emergency and they couldn't respond to it. Things are outside of your control. Don't focus on those particular things because you can't control them. It's it's just you did the best that you could mm-hmm. do and just continue on, mm-hmm. right? I think that's that can be very helpful in your in your productivity, especially if you feel that you're not getting the immediate response or you're not seeing an immediate growth mm-hmm. or whatever those particular things that you want to focus on. It's the process. Focus on the process. Focus on ticking those boxes, whatever they are. The results will come. Don't focus on the results. You have no control of that. Mm-hmm. I'll step off my <laughs> No, no, no. I think that it's well said. <laughs> I think that we chose a very challenging time to do this. And uh, I think what we should all focus on is being mindful about the news you consume and make sure that you don't consume too much. Do not succumb to doom scrolling as addicting as it is. Mm-hmm. If you are prone to doom scrolling, set up things like timers on your phone or blockers like Freedom. Uh, it's a good, uh, it's a paid subscription, but it's worth it. Uh, it's that can block apps and uh, websites for you. Also, iOS and Android have app timers, so just set like a timer up for your phone that you can't use Twitter for more than 10 minutes like I do. Uh, during times of this, I think it's actually very valuable to have a journal to like, really reflect on your internal side. And at the very least, if you don't want to do stoicism, but you're interested in this idea in general, I'd recommend just having a nightly journal. My nightly journal is divided into four sections. I write down good things for that day, bad things for that day, general thoughts in the day, which could be any thoughts I've had from things like from project ideas to thoughts on the day itself. Uh, and then also things I'm looking forward to the next day. And that really helps mm-hmm. me get through this time. Uh, yeah. I think that stoic week is a very noble thing to do. It's definitely hard to do during times like this. It's easier to do 
where we have uh where we feel like that there, there's more stability in the world which is the irony in this whole thing it's better to do it during <laughs> rough times i'm gonna give stoic week itself a score of four out of five i think the teachings are good but i think that it might be asking for too much especially during stressful times so doing a modified version like mark and i did i think is a better way to do it uh make it fit you instead of you trying to fit the week because if you're always stressed about things it's not good to stress about something else and then having to worry about doing homework in that sense. But I would recommend anybody who can do it to do it, and especially like into the practice of stoicism in general. Highly recommend meditations. I need to read some Ryan Holiday since he's a more modern writer in the field. Meditations and letters from a stoic both have the the issue of having an older style of speaking written to it. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only is it translated from Latin, but it's also written with like, and I guess some, and like an older style of syntax and grammar. So it's hard to read. Like that first quote I read was very long and long-winded. I don't even fully understand what it means. <laughs> but so I think that meditations is great. But something like the daily stoic, like Mark mentioned, or the obstacle is a way would be very, a better start into stoicism if you're interested into it. So stoicism, I give four off, or stoic, stoic, we could give a four out of five. Stoicism itself, I think, is deserving of a five out of five. Just to like really focus on things that you can and can't control. It kind of fits the other things that we reviewed in this show like meditations and mindfulness, along with uh, digital minimalism. That's also part of stoicism, I'd say. How about you, Mark? Um, yeah, I would split it into two ratings as well. Stoic week, four out of five, I think it, you could lessen some of the amount of meditation. Yeah, the, the, you, the midday step is just too time-consuming. Like, I didn't want to spend yeah. half an hour to an hour, like, writing down on my values and, like, what they mean to me. I already did that a yeah. long time ago anyways. I have a list of all my values that I rate myself on each day. But yeah, I think that it asks for too much at times. I think that it would be better for nightly exercises actually to have those as nightly things, not midday things. But. Correct, correct. So yeah, I would I would list that as four out of five. Uh, the the practice of stoicism, five out of five. Uh, I've been following it a little bit longer than I've even stated on this on this podcast. So and it's helped me uh, <laughs> temper. Uh, my reactions and responses. Sometimes I falter. No one's perfect. Yeah. I think it's it's a really good practice. You don't have to necessarily read daily mm-hmm. um, as as I do and and write all your thoughts and notes. Again, I journal, so that's kind of a thing for me. And wrapping this up in it, I think it is pretty good to just read and because even even then when i would read through the books i would like mark up or or circle lines or text and and then uh, write thoughts within the margins or something like that so now just add that to another notebook i have like five million notebooks but i really like the notebook thank you kyle Uh, and uh, (laughs) which we will eventually get around to reviewing that notebook i think but the notebook is a cortex theme system journal really nice yeah yeah (laughs) um so I, I think the, the practice itself is, like I said, is a five out of five. I think um should definitely dive into it There's and try to practice it. Even if it's just one thing that you're trying to work through, you can just work on that one thing and move on to the next. So it's not, you know, daily you have to change something. So I really liked it. Um I think it can really help focus people on their personal lives, their work lives, and and managing relations with coworkers and things of that nature and the outside world, as well as your productivity, the, the work that you're putting in and 
to tamper kind of your expectations and responses mm-hmm. and to focus just on the 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 work itself the process mm-hmm. itself so yeah i liked it so that's that yeah. we both have our ratings for we better both week, enjoyed but... it yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not over yet. The inauguration's not until Wednesday. We're recording this on the Saturday before. So, using <sighs> a lot of drama. So, but, yeah. with that, what do we have upcoming up next, Kyle? All right. We're going to take a break from philosophy for a bit and we're going to get to a pragmatic system called Zettelkasten, which I just, where's that tab at? Zettelkasten, as defined by this article that we found off of Taskdale or Taskaday. No, taskd.com. It's T A S K A D E. Taskaday. Task. Taskaday. Past. The Zellicasten method, uh, to quote this article, says the elegant term Zellicasten, which means note box in German, uh, is, is a method of capturing ideas. I'm paraphrasing this article. And the Zellicasten method. You tend to use things like note cards or index cards, actually, and write down an idea on it and have a unique indexing system on it. So maybe you have like a keyword that you use and then put it in a box to store for later. And then you basically you're kind of doing a Dewey Decimal System for yourself with your ideas. And the idea is that you just kind of write down ideas and caption them as they come to you and store them for later. And whenever it's time to get to them, you could go back and review them. I'm excited to try this one out because I'm really bad at uh, idea capturing. I'm really bad at it. I actually, nothing seems to work the, the way I want it to work. I know there's like a thing that's uh, <laughs> uh, in the in the show Cortex, that one of the hosts, Gray, he's complained about note taking before since like nothing seems to work the way his oh brain my works. Gosh. And I feel the same way. Like nothing seems to work the way I want it to work. I And so I'm excited to try this one out. Uh, in the meantime, though, you could find the rest of our episodes at theproductivitylab.show or tpl.show. You could find us on Twitter and Instagram at Productive Lab. You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleSQ9. And you could find all my fiction writing at quadrant9.net. So, where can they find you, Mark? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at AskMarkio. That's AskMarkio. And you can find my blog post and writings at askmarkio.medium.com or <laughs> askmark.io yeah boom there we go there we go until next time all right stay productive stay productive and stay safe stay safe <laughs> you said safe i should say <laughs> <laughs>